All right, so here we are. We're just mid... <laughs> We've been sitting here talking for... How long, Driz? Oh, geez. Uh, maybe like 40 minutes or so? We've been t- <laughs> yeah. Long enough for my camera has a 30-minute timer and it turns off. And uh, it turned off. So more than 30 minutes for sure. And we're in the middle of just a deep, deep personal conversation and I just decided, let's hit record. We've already talked about all the stuff I, don't, I think we can't talk about or wouldn't talk about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, we were just talking about being in a band and, and sacrificing and what that means to us and stuff. So I wanted to go ahead and hit record. We're not even doing the intro. I'm Dallas Dwight. Welcome to your new favorite band with me as always. Drizzle Silvera, what's up? Yeah, so we're just sitting here having some heavy talks. Yeah. Ta- what? Like, talks? What talks, am I saying, dude? Talk to text, I think is what, what you kind of almost came across as. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're talking about the theme of our conversation right now. God, it's hot in here. Is uh, sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice. What it looks yeah. like. Yep. I'm is it quantifiable? <laughs> yeah so um sacrifice and also the process like the refining process uh the, the struggle if you would right right and like learning because because the mind is so powerful you can choose to say hey no i don't want to learn from this i just i just want to shut off or you can choose right. to say hey I have to grind pretty hard right now. I have to yeah. go through. I, this is hard, but learning to to find yeah. things in there that make it, I guess, redeemable, right? To to right. give you the 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 sustenance you need to persevere through that that hard time. Yeah, and to um, to, <laughs> dude, I look so dumb, man. This really like really deflates the serious topic here. All right, I'm sorry, everyone, but uh, my do rag here. I like the do rag. Yeah, somebody called it a do rag. I was like, it's a beanie, dude. Like, <laughs> I know it's a beanie. But I know but you called it a do rag, so I called it. A someone at church. You know? Now I call it a do rag. <laughs> when I worked at a church for a long time, I haven't worked there in a long time either. But I showed up one day with this. They were like, "Nice do rag." I was like, "Well, I'm in elevation now, so <laughs> I have to do the slouchy do rag." Uh, but yeah, sacrifice and what it means and, and going through hard times and, and how that we were talking about how the, the sacrifice looks different for every person. Yes. Like you may sacrifice X, I may sacrifice Y, but we're, if you control for the differences and consider it a percentage, if you could even dare to quantify it, then yeah. it would be the same percentage, right? Yeah. So the, I use the example, if I'm, if I have a million dollars and you have $10 and I lose a hundred thousand and you lose one, we've lost the same amount. Yes. 10%, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Now I might sit there and look at you and be like, stop crying. I lost so much more, but it's like, but what did can I nine, like, but what can $9 buy? Compared right. to nine hundred million, right, or nine hundred thousand, yeah, like, yeah. But also, then, how many taxes do I have versus you? Like, you can go both ways all day, yeah. Because like, everybody, and I don't has, think the government would come after ten dollars. Right. <laughs> right, everybody. Yeah, the thing, that, and I've always thought this when people bag on rich people, and and depending on who the rich person is, I get it. But just because someone's rich, like they just have a different set of problems than you. It doesn't mean you have no problems. Oh yeah. Yeah, know? definitely. Because, uh, Jim Carrey said, uh, what was it? He said something about, um, maybe it wasn't Jim Carrey. I feel like he did say this though. All right, Jim, text me. We've been texting, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, name something name along the lines of paraphrasing. Uh, I wish everyone could get rich and famous to see that that's not the answer. Yeah. Because too many people think there's bugs in here, crazy. Too many people think that that's going to solve all their problems. And and he was saying, you know, I wish everyone could just magically be rich and famous and see that you still have all these problems. They might yeah. be different problems. You're not worried about your rent, maybe, like you were. But you have other problems, like 
what are those problems? I don't know. I'm not rich and famous, but maybe I'll text Jim and ask. But, um, but it still wouldn't mean anything to you. So it'd still be yeah, like just someone telling you a story, right? Because right? you can't fathom it right? unless you're there. Like they can't fathom what it's like to not be able to afford their rent anymore if they've been famous for 20 years. Like they don't think about that. Yeah. They're like, wait, the mortgage on which one of my 10 houses or what's a mortgage? Like I just bought them all cash. You know, like <laughs> they don't, there's just different, different ways of living. And I, I don't think one's necessarily better or worse. Um, the other quote I heard, and I don't remember who to attribute this one to, was that if you want to be rich and famous, try being rich first and see if that doesn't solve it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would... Uh... Because uh, that's that's a good one. I don't remember who said it. You could Google that. Well, not to that's mention... That's pretty much word for word for what I read. So not to mention, if, if you didn't do the grind... Okay, so here's what's so cool about the process, is when you actually go through the process to achieve the goals that you're working for, as opposed to being handed... Right. You know, a, that success is going to means so much more to you and you won't squat. You're less likely to squander what you've attained. Right. Right. So best, best case or best example I could give is like lottery winners. Right. Mm, And And, how many of them are broke? Yes. However many X amount of years later. Exactly. Exactly. And it's because they don't know what it takes to actually make wealth. Yeah. So they don't know what it actually takes to maintain wealth. Right. Because it's not like, Oh, you have wealth and you know, you're 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 done. Checked out. No, now you have to know how to maintain it. Yeah. Um and uh you could get wealth and never spend it, but then what's the point of having wealth? Right. You could get wealth. Miser, is that what yeah, that's called? Yeah. Yeah, you could get wealth and spend it all and then and spend it all or you could get wealth and learn how to make what money you have work for you. Right. Right. Uh which is oftentimes the best case scenario. Um, Welcome back to Finance 101 with the LA Maybe. I'm your professor, Professor Durag. Well, the same... the same. Never, th- by the way, never take financial advice from someone in a Durag. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Elon Musk in a Durag. It's like, oh, well, maybe I need to rethink my... I'd take, I'd take advice from Elon. That's, that's Elon also Musk never judge a book by its cover. I know, right? right? <laughs> so there's a lot of quotes we could go through right now. <laughs> Isn't it funny how many... Um, and I, and I'm, I can't even bring this up. I, I will anyway, because here I go, but... How many sayings contradict each other? Yeah. Here's one. Uh, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. A penny saved is a penny earned. Complete polar opposite ideas. But if you take the two concepts and you realize what spending of that penny is going to make more money. Right. The, 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 also, a penny saved is a penny earned. I I don't I don't like that. that it's not earned. Like, you didn't earn it's it. It's not earned. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I you see what you're trying it. to say. You're doing a poor job of saying it. Yeah, yeah. A penny not spent is a penny not spent. Right. You still have the same penny. You didn't earn a penny. Right? Yeah. Unless you found it on the ground. And then That's not earning. That's not earning. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. That's a lottery. That's fine. Yeah. That's <laughs> Just luck. a very yeah. small lottery. One time, uh, we were at a Clemson football game walking. Hundreds of people around us were walking. Just one of hundreds of people around us. And I looked down. There's a $20 bill at my foot. Like, okay. Sweet. <laughs> Dude. So many other people walking around didn't see this bill. Like, what? It was just like we were in like a, you know, town square kind of thing. It's just in the middle. Everyone's walking. Yeah. There you go. $20 richer. Yeah. That's a long gone. Well, I'm sure. It was probably like spent on well, like monsters like 12, or something. So. Right. Oh, okay. Well, Maybe before Monster. Before or uh, monster or Red Bull. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably Coke or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whichever Coke you want. To <laughs> I did it 12. <laughs> what is this thing? Say, uh, it's gone now. Yeah, what is it? It's a Corona seltzer spike. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, 
Just trying to get some cold, cold beverages. Cold beaver. Here to, uh, yeah, it's super toasty in here, huh? It's not really, to me, it's not. It's getting cooler. I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's still like humid. And it was at 68, believe it or not. I don't believe that for a second. I don't sweat at 68. All right. Well, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to turn it down just a touch more. <laughs> Take it over for a second. So my old, my old apartment, I had uh, the thermostat down to a science, dude. I could tell you pretty much from like 66 to like 78, 80, I could tell you the temperature in that apartment at any given time. Like to the number, if that makes sense. Uh oh, that just sounds like it turned off. So I know for a fact that I don't really start to like feel that glisten on my forehead until about 74. 74 is where my body's like, no, 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 no. We got to turn that air down. 70 is the sweet spot, or if you're Driz, 69. Driz is nodding and doing the tight butthole face. Yep, that's a workaholics reference. I can't filibuster forever. What's going on? Are you programming this thing from scratch? Is it R two D two over there? Just get him, get him back to work. Okay, devil's number. Well, almost the devil's number. Okay, two thirds of the Dude, devil's number. So, if you're just looking at sixes, it's so quiet in here now. I know, right? <laughs> that was a ridiculous uh, sentence you just said. Two thirds of the devil num- devil's number. If you're only looking at sixes, yeah, that's like a. Well, sixty six isn't two thirds of six hundred and sixty six. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. You're being too mathematical. You're being all smart. Being mathematical. Yeah. Too smart for me. Too mathematical. Too <laughs> You're doing too much mathematics. Okay. Mathematics. So so here's 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 one a little further. And this is what I always uh like to tell my students who are who are a little more serious. Uh-huh. Um is that is to learn to the enjoy the process right. of learning. Right. Of struggling to get through a song they've never played for before. Because oftentimes, you know, you get someone who's like, I want to do this and I want to do it now. And I think part of that, you see so much of that in our culture nowadays because of like the smartphone, because of just uh, remotes and blah, 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 yeah. you know? And it's like, that's never going to happen. Like, it doesn't work that way. If everyone, if that's how it worked, everyone playing guitar wouldn't be special. Right. Right. And it's special because you actually have to like, Put in what you want to get out of it. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, and the easiest way to get over that hump is to mentally train yourself to go, I'm going to learn to love the process. I'm going to learn to love sitting down with my guitar and spending time with it and, and working on it as opposed to, um, you know, the latter, which is, it's, it's been, why can't I do this now? <laughs> I would argue you and I are like the rich people in that scenario. It's hard for us to imagine what it's like to struggle to play a G chord. Right? I can't remember what that was like. A G chord, I'll play But it. I did it. I'll play it 150 times perfectly right now, no problem, because it's just like we've yeah. mastered the G chord. Yeah. And and many other things as well, but we're not saying we're perfect. We're not saying we're the best, but there's certain basic fundamentals that we've mastered long ago. Yeah. And we can't, um, or at least I, I struggle to imagine what it's like to not be able to look at a chord sheet and just play it right there the first time, go. Yeah. You know? And, um, and so, yeah, helping your kids through that is an important well, this is a good talk to have with like people who are aspiring too. It's like, dude, it, it isn't just going to happen like that. Like, no, like no matter, it no matter never how, does. No matter how good you think or yeah. you think you are, or you may actually be. Yeah. It, it um, yeah, it's it's a whole process. No matter what, there's no, uh, as far as I can tell, there's no real shortcuts to the top. It's like everyone's like, I just need a viral viral content. Even then, yeah, no, yeah, it's either got to be so good or so bad that everyone fucking. 
Well, think about like uh, Justin Re- Bieber's story, which I don't remember how much of this I know. But he basically was uh, had like a viral video of some kind, mm-hmm. right when viral videos were just becoming a thing. Yeah. And he was just a little kid with swoopy hair, and he sang beautifully on YouTube. Everyone was like, oh, cool. He somehow ended up in Atlanta. He's from Canada, I think. Yeah. Ended Canada. up in Atlanta, ran into Usher in a parking lot, tried to talk to Usher. Usher was like, no, 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 no. And then Biebs just starts singing, and Usher stops and goes, uh, wait a second. Okay, I'm listening. And they start talking, like, kind of, Usher became his kind of A&R rep. <laughs> like, kind of took yeah. him under his wing. Bieber blows up. And that's all good. But then you might think that's kind of a shortcut to the top. Maybe, maybe not. But Bieber had the ability to stop Usher in his tracks. That doesn't come easily. That takes some work. Even if he's young, it takes some work. Also, cut to Bieber touring so much and working so hard that he can't talk. His voice is blown out. He has to cancel shows. And he's talking to everyone by writing on a pad, carrying around a a vocal uh, health trainer specialist with him everywhere he goes. Constantly a doctor with him at all times. Constantly, he got some rare. He got some rare disease. <laughs> he had the polyps and stuff too. I think. Yeah, he got. He maybe. got. Uh, no, he had he, the polyps. Someone did. He ended up getting a rare disease. Jimmy Lovato, maybe. Um, virus, viral infection right. that causes uh, paralysis mm-hmm. of the face. That is just recent, though, right? Yeah, that was just came out like last week or something. I'm talking about like years ago when he was touring heavy and and touring so much that he couldn't sing anymore. Like he had just worked too hard. Basically. So like that's that's there's no shortcuts. Like you know, you just you you do the work. Everyone does the work. Yeah. No matter where you are. Yeah. No matter how many Lamborghinis you own. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And and to that <clears throat> I what I would say about Bieber's situation is Okay, voice. Maybe he. Then that's the one thing that's interesting about voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have such a gift. That's a gift. That can. That's right. the one part where I'll concede that that uh, talent has a, a larger percentage to do with that than maybe guitar or piano. Yeah. Because yeah. I will argue till the day I die that I have virtually no musical talent. Because I've met people with musical talent and they are nothing like me. Like, same, same, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's so frustrating. Like when I know everything I've been through and I've gone through to get where I am, and that's with my hands and my voice. I was, I, I wish I had videos, dude, of me singing when I was younger. I was so bad. I tricked one of my friends. <clears throat> We're on a trip, and I would show her a, a thing of me singing, and she would be like, "Oh, that's really good. Yeah, you're great. Keep going." And I knew it sucked. I knew I had so much work to do. So I pulled up another one later in the trip. It was like it was a school trip to like Costa Rica or something. I had my little iPod. I had all my demos on it that I'd been making. I was probably 14, 15. Just started recording. And I said, Taz, her name was Taz. I will uh, shout out Taz. Let me show you this new band I found. They're really cool. Let me show you. <laughs> and I play the demo and she goes, dude, this band blows. Like, <laughs> sh- I remember, I'll never forget. Shun this band. <laughs> and I said, Taz, that's me. <laughs> So I got the real reaction. Yeah. And I and I would I would I would trick people into giving me a real reaction. I learned how to tell good, you know, real reactions from just being polite. Yeah. And that's always been important to me. I figured it out by the way, the um when you know someone's genuinely giving you a compliment, they sound surprised. Like, "Whoa, dude, yeah. you're really good." Yeah, exactly. And if you hear, "Dude, you're you're good." It's like, "Eh, you know." But it also like, depends on the person, too. It does, but 9 times out of 10, it's a, it's the air surprise. Yeah, uh, at least it was. Now that I'm kind of more, you know, further down the path, maybe a little bit less so, but definitely early on. And, and I still get it with my voice all the time because my voice, I, it's uh, 
been a work in progress for so long. Like I started singing in high school and I'd, I was just so, so bad to the point that one of my bands pulled me aside after and was like, Hey, you're no longer singing any of the backing vocals. We're going to have the other guy do it. Like the other guitar player, like you're not singing anymore. And that was a humbling experience where I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna work on this. So I worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, worked, 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 worked. And then you go sing now and people are like, you're so talented. It's like, oh man, I wish I was fucking talented, dude. This would have been so much it easier. Cut the, yeah. <laughs> it would have made the process so much yeah. easier. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and going back to, to the, the way the reaction. Yeah. I would say a hundred percent for people who uh, don't, who think you're good right. enough. Well, tell me, we'll act to actually be surprised. Still getting the surprise for my voice though. Yeah, my hands not as much. Yeah, so but it's surprise all day long. I, I grew up working with a guy um, who, if he said yeah, it's good, mm-hmm. that was like the highest praise he could give you. Right, those people right? are pretty boring. But yeah, yeah, I got you. I know, I know a few. <laughs> those yeah. people are the guy that see the newest movie and they're like sucked. You're like, aren't you fun? Shut up. <laughs> but but he also never like truly berated you either. Right. Just say it needs work. Yeah, he's just apathetic, basically. Yep. Just yeah. needs work. When you yeah. need to work on it, it's not where it could be. What if you found out he was just never listening <laughs> and was just always somewhere else and just said whatever he thought? Well, he like, truly he <laughs> he wouldn't have to listen until it sounded good. Right. Right. <laughs> then he'd listen and say, "Yeah, it's yeah. good." <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll still get tones of surprise and stuff from yeah. fam- family members and oh, you're still doing music, you know that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't really get that from my family. Not, no, oh, I should still, say not immediate family members. Like, gotcha. Like further out, you know, cousins I haven't seen in a long time, you know, family friends and stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, but um, to that to that end, uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Yeah, I I feel like we get that response of like, I because we are a new band. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you guys are. Blew me away. I've never why, heard of I've this. Heard many times, blah, blah, why blah. don't I know you? You know. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So. Are you famous? Like, we got that a couple times overseas. I think. Yeah. Which is kind of an odd question. Like you would know. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, you probably know. Although, I mean, we carry ourselves. I, I'd say we don't carry ourselves as pompous assholes, but we carry yeah. ourselves as professionals. Like we we've worked to be where we are. To, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but you know, but also very, extremely approachable. Yeah. Right. So, um, well, my favorite compliment we got, and we got it a lot, especially from the press on the day of Call the Wild uh, in the UK. We did what eleven interviews. I think I got back four or five reviews, either through Tom, our publicist, or they messaged me directly saying, like, uh, or I saw in an article or whatever. Uh, you know, great guys, great or great music, but great people, and that was my favorite. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because so many bands are great music. You only hear great music. And then there's a line in Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is my favorite show, and it's worth watching for anyone that hasn't watched it. I've probably talked about it on here before for sure. Yes. But there's a line where uh, Ted's watching the players play for the first time, and there's this player, Jamie, and Jamie's really good. He's the star, but he's also the douchebag. You know know the type. Oh, yeah. And uh, he goes, scores a goal, and he's celebrating and all that stuff just in practice, and Ted asks uh, Nate. He's like, "What's, what's his deal? Didn't even know his name. He's like, oh, that's Jamie. He's... Really good at football. (laughs) (laughs) And Ted goes, I know guys like that. (laughs) That's hilarious. Is the long pause and then at football. It's like, he's really good at guitar. He's like, no life skill, no people skill. No, like, yeah, just, you know, one, you know, a lot of times arrogant, egotistical, you know. Yeah. 
I will say this. I've, I've met, met and, and worked with a lot of people who are, you know, very established in the industry. And I will say this of most of the top of the top that I've met is that they're extremely nice people. Really just even headed. No ego. Because that you, depends largely probably on the field you're in too. For example, country, uh, worship, um, probably nicer people than rock, metal, pop. You know, maybe not generalizations, but probably. <laughs> I always think about the story I told you about Bill Burr running into Brad Paisley backstage. He did not recognize Brad Paisley at all. He said, whoa, you're dre-. they were doing like a festival together. He's like, whoa, you're dressed up really nice, man. That's great. Are you playing or something? And he was like, and Brad Paisley said, and I quote from Bill, I play a little guitar. And he was like, oh, that's great. We'll have fun. Like, <laughs> didn't realize at all until he saw him on stage later to like 100,000 people that that was Brad Paisley. Yeah. And Brad yeah. Paisley never brought up like, I'm Brad Paisley, dude. Like, it's kind of you fun, though. It's like, kind of, it would probably yeah. be kind of fun, like, yeah. running into someone who doesn't know who you I are. I had a friend who point. told me she sat next to Ian McKellen, Gandalf, on a train. And, so I didn't uh, even know who he had a McKellen whole was. conversation with him. But I know He's who Gandalf very, is. Very, very famous English actor. English, so yeah. not as big over here, but we know him as Gandalf. I'm sure. I can point that actor out wherever I see him. Yep. Well, she was younger. She was sitting next to Ian McKellen on a full like three hour train ride or something. Had conversation with him the whole time. No idea who he was. And she later found out and was just telling the story. And I just imagine how absolutely amused he must have been because he's sir ian mckell he's a legend like he's not just some actor like wow <laughs> sir made, patrick stewart sir, ian McKellen, sir elton john sir uh george michael uh, maybe not is george michael a sir? i don't know is george michael even from the uk dude we're dumb we're not from that era either we never said we were smart we, never but we have said memorized we were born in the eighties. I mean, seventies. If you really want to, I do like George Michael. Yeah. Um, first guy to rock the designer stubble to perfection. Right. True. Yeah. True. Just unbelievable, especially at that time. It's like, dude, that's like a modern look for now. How did, yeah. he, how did he have that in like whenever eighties? What you know, whatever. Bug. Maybe saved me from an ant. I saved you from something. Nice. It was an alien. Okay. It's gonna impregnate you with its. Well, that'd be fine. Aliens. Yeah. I'd be interested, honestly. More interested than anything. <laughs> I'd be more interested than angry. We'll see where yeah. this goes. <laughs> I didn't know this is possible. <laughs> All of a sudden, I want ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and detergent. <laughs> and pickles. The Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah, we gig. were. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I guess, though, those are van jokes. So we that have, one's very much so a van yeah, joke. We have these things we will share with you now that we call van jokes. And those are jokes that are so bad <laughs> and so inappropriate that they never leave the van. Yes. <laughs> they often leave the van when they shouldn't, but um, so one of us will usually shout, van joke. We're like, ah, yep. There's people around. <laughs> so it, uh, Most... I will give you this hint so you're not going crazy in your head trying to cancel us. It's mostly to do with how to solve the population problem. <laughs> yeah, mostly. A large part of it is and de- Tide Pods. dealing with yeah. that with that issue. Yeah. yeah. Tide pods are away. Yeah. <laughs> if I was the CEO of Tide, of Tide for example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll leave it at that. If we just bleep this whole thing, just one long bleep. Yeah. Just gonna, you just yeah. see us gesturing and laughing. <laughs> laughing hysterically, too. Right. And then the very end of the podcast. Anyway, see you guys next time. (laughs) 
Yeah, but anyways, uh, well, I wanted to say, so we never really uh, kind of went into like the, the what we were talking about fully as far as like sacrifice and stuff sacrifice yeah. and and then thinking of 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 percentages like so i wanted to go back into and uh and let's and circle back say, let's circle back and and say uh just to kind of like cl- close off the co- like conversation with our audience is you know you might find yourself thinking oh you know um I've got this and this and this going on, but there's no way to really fully know what's going on in someone else's life. Just like there's no way to know how to deal with fame until you've had fame. You can hear stories, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and also, you know, so to, to cut brothers slack and I'm not just talking, you know, this isn't a band squabble. You know, I want to throw that out there. This isn't a big band squabble or anything. Uh, this is just kind of like a real cool talk we were kind of getting into. It was like, oh shit, we should press record. Yeah, yeah. And, I, wanna, uh, I was just like, we <laughs> halfway through our conversation, I was like, we should need to record this. I just, that's why we skipped the intro because we were already in the middle of it. But. Yeah, <coughs> it'll be there. In post. Yeah, you're right. Uh, th- there's that old saying. A lot of sayings today. Everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Yeah, that's a pretty powerful one when you think about it. Yeah. So in, in there's collective battles, but there's also the individual battle. And what I take from that, and what I think most people would logically take from that, is like you know, give people a break. You know, yeah. Because you don't really know what. Even if they're they they're you, legit, they're legit. Are slackers and people who just you know are, are leeches. Sure. You know, I'm not I'm not discrediting leeches. Right. <laughs> That's really horrible. You are discrediting leeches. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yes, I am. I denounce leeches. I'm discrediting leeches. I'm not. I'm. The way I probably should have said that is like, yeah, that's a pretty harsh term. But no, I like that. That's good. But you know, you know, people who have parasites, leeches that that can only survive by feeding off of others. Right. Right. Um, Right. What's that called? In is it scavenger? Moocher. I'm talking about like in in the wild in nature. Scavengers are moochers, but there was another word I was maybe thinking of. But anyway, anyway it doesn't matter. Back to you. Back Infants, to you, Tom, with the weather. Infants. <laughs> someone a, who never barely even pays rent. Some someone who grew up and never learned how to get off the teat. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Why do people say teat, dude? That really bothers me. Because it's hilarious. Nobody dude. ever says teat in any other instance other than got to get off the government teat. Literally the only time, dude. Okay, so so anyways, I found out that. Nobody have says, you ever like, heard, dude, nice cheats. Have you ever heard the term government cheese? Yeah, yeah. Do sure. you know what that comes from? No. Do I want to Dude, know? I just saw. Dude, the government actually had, like, cave systems full of cheese in the U.S. Hilarious. In, like, the, I don't know, 60s, 70s, and uh, eventually decided to start giving it out to people in need, which totally behind that. But there were people who were raised on government cheese Mm -hmm. you know they had government grilled cheese government macaroni which apparently were the only two dishes that tasted good with government cheese interesting right it's very salty cheese it was it's processed cheese kind of like things like yeah yeah exactly craft slice or whatever yeah so so back along uh, along those lines apparently in 2019 uh I, i know it's been privatized so no lo- no longer does the government do it, I think. And I can't don't quote me on this, but but there's there's a massive 
cheese store again that's starting to build up again for what Why? seems to be apparent hard times. This is, uh, yeah, this, uh, I can't even begin with that. I don't know, but surplus, if you ever have a time of surplus, uh, and, and it was in a time of extreme surplus, uh, uh, from what I remember, uh, that the cheese was stored. So a lot of times the government will subsidize farmers and pay them to waste dairy. Right. Right. It's too much. Got to waste it. Otherwise you see dairy go to a ridiculous, amazing price for consumers, but you can't have that. No. Um, yeah, so that they'll be paid to waste dairy. It's crazy. That's nuts. Or the government or third party now, I guess, privatized, will buy that surplus and make... Bury it in a cave. Bury it in a cave and let it... You know, I wish I could have some cave cheese, grilled cheese. So why did I go off on that tangent again? We were talking about teats and yeah. like just how we both love teats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about, yeah, teats and... Moochers and shit. I'm just like watching out of my peripheral. Just cut, yeah, cut, 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 cut. No face. Just. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Look at that <laughs> face right there. That's great. I can kind of see it out of my peripheral. Yeah. Now I got to cut back because you just started talking again. <laughs> oh, here I go. Here we go. I don't have much else to say, but on the um, on the subject of sacrifice. Yeah, we were just talking about. It kind of started like talking about what what we sacrifice in yeah. our in our own personal lives to pursue this dream, yeah, and what that um what that kind of looks like as far as like how much you have to believe in something to be yeah. willing to sacrifice the things that we sacrifice, and so many other musicians like us sacrifice, yeah, not in our in all bands and a lot of other musicians ever seen. and a lot of <laughs> musicians that aren't they're like I'm just gonna go be a tribute, and I'm not right. knocking tribute bands, sure, I get it. Take the easy out if if it's too hard. Like, and I'm not saying that's easy either. Or you might not even want to. You may not uh, write your own music. You may not yeah. have the time or the desire or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not knocking. You know, Anyone I'm not knocking tribute music. Either. Is all right with me. That's yeah, good. Exactly. If, if you can do that, tribute, barbit, whatever. If you can writing songs. Chris Stapleton was a songwriter for a long time. Made his living doing that before he performed or wrote any of his own music. Yeah. And. Any way you can make a living with music is is impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, I forget the statistics of how much one uh, percent of the population one does is one no, percent. I, I don't know. No, I think it's less. It's far less than one oh, percent. Sure. Um, uh, it's a, it's a small percentage of people who claim to be musicians that actually make a living as a musician, like professional musicians. Yes, we can actually technically say that, I suppose, right? Well, yeah, because Teacher. of the teaching yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, one Teacher, day. performer, producer, you know, writer. We do a lot of different things. And that's what a lot of professional musicians do in what I would call the, the middle class musician. You know, you have your, your Taylor Swifts and you have your starving artists. But what nobody talks about is there's this nice, healthy portion of people in the middle that you don't know their names, but they make a nice living. They're a jack off of all trades, man. Right. Jack off of all trades. And uh, they're really good at checking off <laughs> and, and trading Pokemon. And trading. <laughs> Really good. Oh shit! I actually won an award at journalism camp when I was younger. Oh man, get into this in high school, and it was the Jack of All Trades award, and that's because <laughs> it was the Jack off of All Trades award, and I still have that somewhere in my house, and that was um, because we had to pr- the the thing we had to do that week was like we were paired up with a team we had to like produce a news program, and I ended up doing the theme song like the, <laughs> the like art like and so much of the shit I ended up doing. 
And um, yeah, I ended up getting the Jack of All Trades Award. That was cool. I'm naturally gifted. I didn't. Interesting. What? I said I'm naturally gifted. No, I heard what you said. Yeah. You're like, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's why you said what? It's like, what? What? <laughs> For sure I heard wrong. <laughs> There's absolutely no way you said what I heard you say. <laughs> but uh, f- funny ending to that story. To accept the award, I had to walk up. There's a big room, 400 people at banquet tables. And, and then I had to walk up to the very front of this room and shake this lady's hand and take the award. And I, I was supposed to dress up, and I didn't know that. And if you know me, you know I'm not going to do it anyway. So I'm there, <laughs> I'm there in jeans, skater shoes, black T-shirt, and I didn't have any nice clothes. <laughs> Everyone else in suits, <laughs> like, except, you know, the kids I'm hanging with and stuff in nice. my group. And even they were, like, you know, collared shirts. And so uh, a girl next to me, her name was Diana. She was one of my best friends for a long time. I was like, she was wearing, like, a sport coat. I was like, give me your coat, give me your coat. <laughs> So I put on her shirt. It comes up to like here. <laughs> oh, man. And I walk all the way up there. And there's a picture. <sighs> I need to find this. I'll, I'll risk the camera for this picture. Okay. It's right. somewhere in my phone. And I'll let you filibuster or remark upon my silliness while I try to find this. Oh, side note, because I just saw this. Do you like salt and vinegar chips? Yes, I do. Yeah. Love them. Today I had some at Jimmy John's because Jimmy John's is awesome. And I finish eating them, and I'm like, that's weird. My, my tongue usually burns, but this is, like, really burning. Pull down the thing in my car, do that. My tongue in probably 20 different places is just bleeding. Really? <laughs> no <laughs> way. See. Now, I took this video after it, but watch this. Oh, my God. It is. Just take take my word for it. This is... So, this... It was all over like lots of different little dots and one big one of course and um yeah i'd never seen that i was kind of it was kind of cool i was like that's crazy i'm sitting here looking at it like whoa it's like my tongue is just like like glowing up that's anyway i just saw that and thought that was crazy there's your owl video if you guys haven't seen that uh oh by the way i'm sure they'll want a follow-up let's do the the follow there's ibrahim ibrahim yes that is a good picture uh so Here's the follow-up, and i got to pull up my text as well, so I'm pulling my phone out here. I'm all just right. gonna if all these camera cameras like go dead. <laughs> here we go. No, we mine should, we won't. Should be, we should be good. Mine won't. Uh, yeah, you know so. what? If I can interrupt you, I just found the Jim Carrey quote that I had saved in my phone. Do it. Do it. I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Jim Carrey. Where's my camera? There it is. See, I had it saved in my phone since like have to May do, uh, 8th, 2018. Have to do GoPro. I mean, you can just you get the idea. May eighth, twenty eighteen. So you know I'm not a poser. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> welcome back to phone scrolling with text. Text here. I'm going down. I gotta find Owl Lady in my text. Here we go. Um, the owl made it to the clinic. Okay. He has a fractured coracoid, which I guess is essentially I don't know the what that is collarbone. Coracoid, C-O-R-A-C-O-I-D. So, coracoid or coracoid? I would say coracoid. Um, he's going to have some weeks in rehab to let it heal properly, and then he'll be ready for release. He's also nice. staying with two other baby screech owls that were rescued from falling out of a nest. Really? Yes. So, dude. And they will be released in the same spot I found them. I actually uh, pinged Google... Um, so you could show them exactly. Yeah, Google Maps like location, and then sent it to them. Uh, and I found it. 
oh, oh, oh. So you can, so you can Let's show go pro. Them. Let's go pro it. You could show them exactly where so you sent them the location. Yes, I sent them the location of where I found the owl so they can release it back into the wild exactly where it was so is it that can get caught the best idea? fishing. Is that wire what they're, they're supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> so so you, you probably didn't hear me. I said so it could get caught in fishing. Wire oh, no, again. I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm wondering no, if I hope like, it the never owl, does. I just imagine the owl goes back there. It's like, don't put me here, dude. Like, this place almost killed me. Yeah. It's like, we know you got shot on Broad Street. Uh, we healed you up. We're going to drop you back on Broad Street. Uh, like, <laughs> that's where my rival gang like, is. Dude, no. Like, put me yeah. anywhere else. All right. Here's this picture. You heard the whole story. Here's me with my Justin Bieber haircut and uh, my skinny jeans, my audio, probably skate shoes, and my too short jacket from my friend Diana. Oh. Getting the award for Jack Off of All Trades. I think it's focused a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out, John. He's on the podcast, too. There you what go. What up, John? That's me in the white. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Obviously not. All right. Well, what anyway. What a conversation we've had so far. Yeah, we need to have a day where we just scroll through my pictures, man. There's some crazy stuff in there, like Ibrahim. And mosquitoes. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think... Ibrahim may border on Van Joke. Border, yeah. yeah. yeah Everyone probably. I've showed has laughed really hard, though. But um, maybe not. Maybe if you... All right, come up. Come up to me at a show and say, Dallas, can I see... Can I meet Ibrahim? Also, leave in the comments why Dallas is laughing so hard in three, two. <laughs> if you guess, it, if you guess it right, if you guess why You're Dallas gonna... just, if you guess why Dallas just laughed so. That hard. was a good bit. I was, I was sitting here thinking as as you were doing, it, I was like, I'm not gonna laugh. There's no way I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna power through this. And then immediately was just like, nah. It's just... <laughs> it was so dumb too. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. believe you got me. Yeah, dude. I knew I would because it would have gotten me too. <laughs> I know. It would have got you good. <laughs> you would have been crying. Yeah. So leave in the comments what you think it might be. Look at this. That uh, just got sheen, Dallas. Man, I'm glowing like a damn angel, which is true. I am an angel. Oh, dude. What else was on the Such docket today? We didn't really have much of one. No, no. Um, We're right at about 40 minutes here. We can uh, wrap up with the uh, casual folks, if you'd like. Move on to some VIPers. Yeah, some, some VIPers. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, it has been Father's Day weekend it's monday after so yes happy father's happy, day to you yeah and all the dads that uh listen to this podcast i'll go you. fuck myself but happy father's day you're to like dads. a band dad though like like yeah i guess you know so Doesn't anyways count. yeah i mean <laughs> they don't even look like me barely you wouldn't take also, a bullet for me probably <laughs> but i'll take a bullet for my kids but you do you know i'm the baby <laughs> how does that work yeah i don't know it goes uh, age wise. It goes Goliath, Foz, you, Rasan, me. Right? Yes. I'm okay. I thought Foz was. Older I'm right in the middle. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I'm middle ground. Middle child. I'm baby. Yeah. We're all pretty close though. Age range is like I'm 29. Goliath's what 33, 32. Yeah, something like that. So, <clears throat> pretty short age range. Rasan turns 30 this year, and um, I want to say September, October. I think it's October or August. It's August. And then I turn 30, can I say where? <laughs> December 9th is my birthday. I don't know if you can say where yet. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. Probably. Say it. Well, we talked Maybe. about it last time, but probably going to have my 30th birthday in the UK this year. So, yeah. Epic. Everyone watching from the UK, we'll let you know. Well, it's December 9th. You know the day. 
So hopefully, so we'll I have a little ask, mecca. I can't ask for presents personally, but I can say anyone in the UK, if you want to bring him a present that's not dead or um, or just <laughs> extremely inappropriate. Well, I mean, inappropriate. In Jers will give me his list of things he wants, and then I'll read from it like I want it. <laughs> <laughs> can someone bring me a six-pack of 6L6? What is this? <laughs> 6L6 power amp? What's a power amp to? <laughs> this doesn't even, this isn't even barely a digital amplifier. <laughs> Cluson tuners? <laughs> Six feet of silver copper wire. Silver <laughs> copper, what is that? <laughs> silver <laughs> copper, man. It's just silver copper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're dumb. Anyway, how about this? We uh, bid our fair friends adieu. Adieu. Thank and you. We'll move over to uh, Viper Time. How about that? We decided, by the way, to call oh, yeah. our VIPers. We got to tell the non-vipers about this though, so <coughs> that they get je- so they get some jelly. You know, get a little about little the jelly. Tea? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you if you made it this far and you head on over to our store, there's a little secret tea we threw in there just for the vipers. Yep. And we're we're teasing it for you now, yep. but it's for the vipers. It's for the vipers. Yeah, they know who it's for. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You know what we need to do? What? We need to give the vipers a different merch discount than everyone else. You know what? We probably should. And you know what we need to continue to do for sure is keep thinking of ways to make shit better for them. You know, that's incentives, you know? Right. It's $7 a month if you want to head to lamaybe.com slash VIP. We're heading over there now. We'll see you there in a second. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful. So thank you.